we were hoping for some good news. Well, uh, maybe a bit of good news in the fact that uh, the acceleration was slightly slower than expected. Yes, um, there was an expectation that it would go to 4.8. But this 4.6 is is not much reprieve because it indicates that um, there are a number of inflationary pressures and um, prices are rising throughout the economy. And when that happens, a lot of bad things happen. Don't look so scared. <laughs> I am. I am scared. And I'll tell you why. Um, you know, we, we've been so consumed with the fuel price and it going up all the time. We've already had five fuel price increases this year. We right. are set for another one, it seems. You know, so that will make it six for this year alone. Yes. Unless an intervention is, um, is tabled and, and an intervention succeeds. But let me tell you what's driving that, pr- that figure that um, Stats SA has just released. And then you can begin to imagine what's in the mind of the Reserve Bank that has been sit- sitting, um, deciding whether, what the rates decision is going to be, whether they're going to sit on their hands or whether they're going to yank the lever just a little bit more. If they yank that lever a little bit more, it might shoot out the lights out of any, you know, out of our fragile growth. And um, we're already in. We've already experienced a contraction, a deep Mm. 2.2 contraction in the first quarter of the year. And we really are sort of anticipating um, weak figures for quarter two as well. So we things are a little fragile. So you would be paying, you have been paying 4,1% more on your housing and utilities than you did last year. And you've been paying more, 7.3% more this year than you did last year for your transport costs. And you know transport and fuel is that tide that lifts all the ships. And those prices tend to cascade throughout the economy, lifting things like food prices Luckily, the food prices are still coming in lower than expected, but um, that's something to watch going forward. And um, you've been paying 4.5% more for your entertainment, like your restaurant and hotels, rather. And um, for those of you who still eat out, (laughs) um, it's getting increasingly pricier. Now, um, VAT increased on the 1st of April. There's been a number of um, other increases throughout the economy that are um, really pinching the consumer at the moment. So the Reserve Bank is sitting and looking at um, the fragility that we are experiencing and the tightness. Um, and um, tomorrow we anticipate a, an interesting tone to the monetary policy statement that the governor will issue. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask Normaliza to call the governor to listen to you, and I'm hoping that, you know, you could prevail (laughs) over him. But, you know, and as you, I think you put it so succinctly, you know, into context, because you now have to do the calculations of how much more it actually costs you to pay for your household, to pay for your transport costs. But even without doing that calculation right now, we are feeling it. Yes, and, you know, to add um, more petrol, excuse the pun, petrol to the fire, um, you are doing it on a significantly weaker rand. 
Um, June was a terrible month for the rand. We saw a 7.5 plunge in the value of the rand. And that is due to exogenous factors like things that are happening beyond the control or beyond the borders of South Africa. This massive trade spat that, um, you know, that Trump is having with China has um, factored into that. And um, we've seen the the tightening up of monetary policy that had... um, you know, that we have been through an easing process, an unprecedented um, period of monetary easing in the Eurozone and in America. So now that they are tightening up rates there, emerging markets are contracting and feeling the jitters as, um, you know, investors chase yields, higher yields elsewhere. So that leaves us shivering and cold to the side and um, with economic woes of our own. And um, I was at a BRICS meeting where um, they were discussing how we as BRICS countries or as emerging markets can collectively respond to similar um, economic pressures throughout our, um, you know, the emerging market index Mm. countries and so on. And are there any, you know, real solutions that we can see the benefit of in the short term? Well... I don't know, but um, the, it's better that our countries are not looking on this looming um, difficulty like rabbits caught in the glaze of an oncoming train's lights, um, but rather um, that um, they're thinking about what is in the arsenal, um, the bag of monetary policy tools and other um, financial management tools to, 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 to tide us over until mm. we can find a way clear into the future. We certainly will have to. You know, yesterday there was something quite disturbing on the show where someone said, um, I think it's in Kailicha in Cape Town, where people are selling paraffin. Yes. Illuminating paraffin for 50 rand a litre, between 30 and 50 rand per litre. And the people selling it say that they start selling when they rise in the morning and by lunchtime they're sold out. And paraffin is a good indicator of the socioeconomic dynamics among the poor. Mm. So if that kind of pressure is rising in poor households, um, you it is, it, I don't know it, what it, to say, Sakina. Yeah, it, it, it is a, a very, very scary picture right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, just taking us through that uh, food basket and, you know, what is likely to happen now, I'm just thinking if you take a million rand and 4% of a million is what, uh, 40,000, is it? 40,000. So if you have 40,000 rand out of pocket, there's no way you're not going to feel that. Indeed, even for um, middle class households, the pinch is really, um, yeah, you can feel it. And I, I, I even would venture to say the middle class households would be the ones who really feel it because I always argue there's this very little that is actually middle class about the middle class because we one or two paychecks away from poverty. Poor savings levels. Yeah. But let me say this. I took heart from what pres- former president um, of the United States, Barack Obama, had to say yesterday about the promise of good economic policy making. He said, basically, you have to get the you have to sort out inequality and you've got to sort it out through very good, excellent 
policy making, economic policy management is very important to sorting out this um, unequal distribution. And unequal countries like us tend to grow slowly and be more fragile economically. And until our policy makers can find the means and the instruments of policy to make us more inclusive as an economy, then, um, you know, we, we need to, we need to as citizens actively begin to, 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 to ask our policymakers and those who govern us for more inclusive economic policy making and more, um, more arsenal in, 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 in the kitty of government and the mm. Reserve Bank and the economic policy makers. We can go on all day, but how do, how do, how do we do that? How do we ask them? In the mean, by being more active about things like water, tertiary rights, um, the rights to um, cheaper electricity and anti-corruption and so on, because corruption is a real drag on economic outputs and performance. Mm, and now we see the unions, they digging in their heels. they not uh, stepping back. Uh, you see the ESCOM negotiations at the moment. They've been going on for quite some time, but I think the unions are, through their members' mandate, no longer willing to give in. I think that these are things that can be discussed um, through the triangle of relationships at NEDLAC where labor, business and the state um, arrive at a, a way to, to navigate the country through to, to prosperity. I think that um, urgent discussions are needed. I, I noted today that we're covering a story where um, there are three mines in the gold sector now. The mining industry is in recession are um, discussing wage, um, wage uh, they're having hectic wage negotiations and one can only imagine how intense those must be given the pressures for ordinary people and given the fact that the industry itself has diminished out- output. Absolutely.